0: Welcome to the Life's Necessities and Luxuries radio show. Today, our host, Dawn Marie Mutel, your life's commodities broker, will bring you fashion, beauty tips, business acumen, teach you where to find the life's greatest necessities and the finest luxuries. Now, here's Dawn Marie. Hey, you guys, it's Dawn Marie Mutel. Welcome back to another episode of Life's Necessities and Luxuries. I hope you guys are enjoying your springtime because the flowers are blooming aplenty and I'm sure you can't wait to just shed all of those winter clothes because I heard it was a really crazy winter for you guys this year. And I hope that you are planning your summer vacations and that you have things planned so that you can actually get out and enjoy the time With your family and your friends, and have a blast because you know how quickly those few weeks of summer go. So, I hope that you're ready to get rocking and rolling. One of the things that I cover in the upcoming book is how to handle life when summertime rolls around because, you know, we all get our lives get out of whack a bit because the kids are out of school and, you know, it's light till nine o'clock at night. So, you don't want to go to sleep and you want to do things, you want to stay up later. I find that when it's summertime, my whole schedule just seems to go haywire, even though I'm in Florida, which it really shouldn't matter, right? But it still does. I think we have this mental thing about summertime, so it makes it that much more fierce to get stuff done, and you want to get out and play and have a good time. But I also know that it's time to get work done, too, during those months, just because it's summertime doesn't mean that our responsibilities fall away. I wish they did, but they don't. So we have to stay on top of our shit, right? And make sure that we can still get that done with all the fun going on. So how do we do that? Well, get yourself pre-ordered for the copy of the book so that when it arrives, you can get a copy downloaded right into your inbox, and we'll have some tips in there for you for that period of time. So check it out. I went to the supermarket to pick up a few things to make for dinner and I happened to have to go through the freezer section. And of course, I passed the ice cream. The stuff that I can't eat right now, but hey, it looked really good and I have to look at it sometimes. Even if I can't have it, maybe it's just tempting myself, but you know what? I can't help it. I also enjoyed looking at all the different names of the flavors that they have and it made me think, What flavor would I be if I were to be an ice cream flavor? And I had to think about it for a while because I know I'm not plain vanilla, that's for sure. I started to think, well, I'm kind of like a rocky road, you know. Life is up and down and I've noticed, you know, I've had all these ups and downs in my life. But then I'm like smooth vanilla mixed with cherries and pineapple, coconut, strawberries. I'm just a mix of fruit and nuts. So, I don't know what you'd call me, but it's a mixed bag. So, my question to you is this. If you were to be an ice cream flavor, which flavor would you be? Think about it. Leave me a comment and let me know. I'd love to hear which one you would be. Being different used to be something that I was frowning upon when I was growing up because I always felt different, and I felt like different was a bad thing until I realized that God creates people who are unique. So I started to think to myself, I'm not so different, I'm unique. And just that one change of a phrase can make all the difference in the world. So if you feel that your ice cream flavor is a little bit unique, I'd like for you to really enjoy that. Because guess what? You're not the same as everyone else. And that's a good thing. There's something to be said about being unique and different which can set you apart from the rest so that you can set this world on fire and do something amazing. Finding ways to be creative and utilize those skills. And if you say you don't have any and you're not creative, that's a bunch of bullshit because everyone is. It's just a matter of using that muscle. It's just like anything else. If you don't use that muscle, it atrophies. It gets weak. But think about when you were a kid. You had creative things that you did. You might have made up your friends. You might have made up games. You might have just done something that was really creative and different. But then we go to school and they kick it out of our heads as fast as we can say, hey, right? It's gone. So try to get the inner child back so that you can keep those creative juices flowing. Because you know what? When we get creative, we become happier. When we have a purpose, we're happier. Because we're not just thinking about me, 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 Right? And as Tony Robbins would say, it's that me, me, me game that makes us sad, depressed, despondent, unmotivated, and pretty much feeling like a bowl of crap. So think about some ways that maybe you can start to spark up that creativity that maybe you buried. Pull her or him back out, dust her or her off, and start over again. Maybe it's as simple as just taking a class in something that you always found interesting, but you refused to do it for some reason or another. Maybe you thought your significant other was going to make fun of you or whatever it might be. There's always a reason that stops us from doing the things that we want to do. Scratch it off the list and take the class. Or maybe it's just a matter of looking up some things on YouTube on how to do a certain thing. Find a great hobby that you loved to do. Dust it off, bring it back to life, and enjoy doing it, even if you're only doing it a couple times a month. And then you can build gradually on doing it more. But start with something. Even if you're just doing it like once every few months, when you do do it, you're going to feel great. You're going to feel happy because you know what? It's something you love doing, whether you've never done it before and you're just learning how to do it, or it's something you used to love doing and you stopped doing it. When I go on a plane ride, I take my face charts to do makeup sketches on there. And they're not just regular like makeup looks. These are looks for theater, for production. They're very fantasy-oriented face charts. But when I sit there on a three or four or a five or an eight-hour flight, I can do a few of them. And I feel so great because I don't have the time to do them when I'm <laughs> on the ground because I have a million other things to do. So I find that when I'm in the air... That gives me the time to actually have some fun doing something I love doing, which are fashion illustrations and these face charts. You know, as a makeup artist, I don't do much makeup at this time, but I love doing makeup, and I love doing fantasy makeup, and I love doing body painting. But again, it's very time-consuming work, so I just kind of put it on the back burner. I'll probably bring it back to life again once I do these things that I'm trying to get finished up, then maybe I can get it back out there. But I want you to think about some of those things that you loved doing when you were five, when you were seven, when you were nine. What about when you were 11? Is there something that you couldn't get enough of doing. Then what happened? You put it on the shelf, never to see it again. Okay, maybe it was something like you played softball and you don't play it anymore. And you played softball, right? But think about all the different teams that are out there. I'm sure there's an adult softball team that you can join and play once a week during the summer months. Or maybe it was something as simple as you used to love figure skating and you stopped skating. Well, go get your skates out. I don't care what age you are. Because you know what? I just put on my roller skates and I'm in my 50s and I actually had a blast. Because I was a skater and I skated for probably about 18 years of my life where I was skating every day. And there was a point where between 14 and 17 where I was skating like six hours a day. It was my passion. It was my hangout. It was just being around music and dancing on skates. I mean, I I was in heaven. Then as I got older, of course, I stopped skating because you just didn't do it very often. And then I didn't have children to take to the rink with me. So I just kind of stopped going. And then back in 2004, I went with a bunch of girlfriends in Manhattan. We went to the Roxy to go skate. They had a skating session. It was awesome. And I picked it up just like I had never stopped doing it. Didn't feel any pain the next day. So I knew I can keep doing this. But then my skates broke, and I recently just got a new pair. Of course, I don't like the wheels on them, so I'm going to have to change them out. But that is a great exercise for me. It's fun. It rejuvenates me. It makes me feel alive. So what do you do, or what did you used to do that made you feel alive that you don't do anymore? Find it. Find a place that's having it, doing it, somebody that you know that does it, whatever it takes get it back in your life. Now, obviously, I'm not saying to do anything that could be reckless in your life. So if it was something like you just used to dive off of cliffs, and it was refreshing, well, you know, I may say you may not want it because let's say you have kids and you have families and responsibilities, you're not going to want to go do something that can jeopardize your health or your life. So maybe you teach diving in, your, in, a, in a YMCA, right? You teach them how to dive off of the diving board. So you still get the feeling or that high of having the fulfillment of doing something that you love to do but you may have to twist it around just a little bit so that it can fit into your life as it is today so I hope you can pull it back out have a great time please send me a comment let me know if there's something that you started that this triggered something that got you started and motivated I'd love to hear some feedback because I've been doing these podcasts for some time now and it means a lot to me to know if if anything resonates with you and if there's something else that you want me to talk about please let me know. So come over to join the conversation and be sure to subscribe at iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud. And if you haven't already signed up to pre-order the upcoming audio book of mine called 151 Musically Inspired Secrets to Master This Thing Called Life, please be sure to go to www.lifesnecessitiesandluxuries.com forward slash pre and pre-order your copy today. I know you're going to enjoy it. It's really a fun book. Well, that's it for today, guys. Remember to live lovingly, peacefully, luxuriously, necessarily, and on purpose. Until the next time, namaste. If you like what you hear, tell someone. If you like what you hear, be a dear and pass it on. Don't forget to stop at our website, www.lifesnecessitiesandluxuries.com for more tips, tricks, tutorials to live a very necessary and luxurious life.